0: What's going on, y'all boy? My name is Dakota Page. I'm the co-founder of the Geechee Experience, and I'm the owner of Footnust. Go ahead and check me out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, the whole nine. And you are now listening to Rebuke.
1: What going on, y'all boy? This is Jay. I represent Javeres Ajawu. I'm an inspiring model, and I'm also here representing my little brother, um, Clothing Line Busting Unlimited. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, BustinUnlimited.com. Busting Unlimited on Facebook, and I and and make sure you follow my page Javiers Ajawu, inspiring model, and now you're tuning in to Rebuke Podcast. <laughs>
2: Hello, everyone. This is Marcus. and You're now listening to Rebuke Podcast, and we have a special show to present to you all today, and I'm very excited about it. This is episode 55, um, and I'm not going to give you a title yet, so I'm going to explain that later. Uh, I ask you all to continue to support my podcast by listening to it on Google, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, um, Apple, and even YouTube. You just type in "rebuke" r e b u k e e in the YouTube search uh, panel, and you should you should find my my episodes there. Now, let's get into it. Um, I saw a documentary uh, years ago, very very long time ago, and uh, the woman that was giving the interview she goes by Queen Quay, and she was explaining. A particular group of people uh, uh, Along the coastal lines Of east coast lines Of the United States And I was fascinated by it She was talking about the customs The the origins and everything About it Um, And everybody knows I'm very uh, I'm a big fanatic of black history And uh, So that I was gravitated towards That so Now in 2022 I have the distinctive privilege and the opportunity to interview two of these two of the members of this group and i like to give the title of the show called gulla gulla geechi Gu- Guy- did i say that right is it gulla
0: yeah Gullah yes. gucci
2: yeah okay so that's <forearm> the title of the show gulla geechi Gullah you know so i so i'm, I'm very excited about it it's, you know um i'm I know I did a DNA test on my grandma on my, mater- on my maternal side, and I found out she's a, a household and Fulani tribe out in Nigeria. So I'm in, I'm very uh, deep into that. So I'm really want to dive deep into in to you all and get to know who you, who you are and and what y'all represent. So I want to introduce everyone to Akua Page, and I don't have to mess this brother's name. I'm just gonna call him Jay. Smith, yeah,
1: very Smith.
2: Yeah. Okay, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you, ladies first, Akua. So the Gullah Geechee, who are they, and and you know what does does the name Gullah Geechee mean?
0: Okay, so if you was to Google like Gullah Geechee, they always use the main thing saying that Gullah Geechee people are descendants of Africans who were enslaved on coastal plantations, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. But for me personally, I like to say um, as Gullah Geechee people, we are descendants of food and agriculture scientists that were kidnapped and brought here to make America what it is. You know, since agriculture started in Africa, and that's really what popped off the slave trade. That's why. They came here colonizing and we was the one That produced literally everything So that's what I like to give credit to And also as Gullah Geechee, Gullah Geechee people are Known for, we were the main ones fighting back So when I mention Gullah Geechee, I like to start off With, we are descendants of Agriculture and food scientists and we're descendants Of warriors, you know, that's really how slavery chattel slavery ended in America We were constantly fighting back So that's I, how I like to Describe what Gullah Geechee is
2: Okay Jay, what about you man, what the Gullah Geechee, who are they? And what does the name Gullah Geechee mean? Because uh I believe the Gullah means language, correct?
1: Say that again? Uh, you want me to repeat oh, the Oh, Gullah questions? is the, the, the language that we speak. Yeah, it's called Gullah. That's okay. the, the name of the language that we speak. But to me, I'm going to kind of piggyback off what cool said. I don't really like to say enslaved people i like to say descendants of west africans we are we are the cultivators we would we are the ones who really like she said ended slavery in america and we are the warriors so i don't really like to say enslaved people i like to give it the proper name and um to me it's just warrior um cultivators scientists like a cool said, so it, i don't really like to use the enslaved word either i like to give the proper credit like she said also so that's what it means to me okay that's great um
2: i'm gonna get into it i'm gonna see if y'all know in it this is the second one so i'm gonna start with you uh jay since you sound like you, you from a different Country <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to speak Gullah is unique to all of us Especially for yeah. me um, Why do the people Why did the people create the Language and what are some words that should Be incorporated, incorporated in African American culture I mean I did okay. some research on the reason
1: why they Created the language but I wanted to hear it from you all Okay to me the Language was created to like I wouldn't say a secret language, but it was a language that we created to kind of meagle amongst each other without people that was doing these harsh things to our people. We was able to like retain the culture and create our own kind of like language to kind of be ourselves and be able to express ourselves amongst each other without like outside interference. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Yeah, so that that's what it means. That that's my definition of why it was created and how it came about. It was just be able to be ourselves amongst ourselves.
2: And do you know any terms or words? Do, do you speak this? Uh, way?
1: A few words that we use in Georgia a lot. We use I don't want to say this as the first word, but we use bunky a lot. We use uh, bunky, or um, uh, una. We use we use a lot but for oh, George, Wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 Jay. You can't just be spitting out words yeah. okay, and not I telling me the meaning. So okay. was it you say boonky? You say boonky? Yeah, boonky
1: means butt, buttocks. Oh yeah, I didn't want to that's, oh, okay. that's one of my favorite. Yeah, you started words, off you started off wrong, Jay. Go <laughs> <I> ahead, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, and uh Una is you. That's, okay, Una, that's okay. kind of, yeah. That's kind of the words that we use in Georgia, and we kind of have like a slight different dialect, like regional dialect. So, Gullah people in Georgia, we got like this country twang to our Gullah. Versus South Carolina, they got more of the original, like the the um, older Gullah words and phrases. They have like the stronger dialect in us.
2: So, I'm about to go ahead and go straight to Akua then yeah <laughs> since you from the or- south carolina um yeah. so um you heard jay say he the reasons why i the reasons why the the people created the language um if you want to piggyback on that you can but also what terms or words do you do you, you your tribe uses in from south carolina
0: Okay, so we pretty much we say like the similar things like we say Buki and stuff too. but like as you mentioned like depending on whatever reason you you add, like even within Charleston like i from North Charleston and the folks that's in West Ashley or John Island they Gullah Geechee like gonna sound different depending on like what area you're in but to go back to how and why it was created so I also want to make sure I um, acknowledge the fact that so there's a difference between Gullah and Geechee as far as language like Gullah was created when we were isolated when Charleston was one of the first colonies you know, when they was first colonizing this area, you had, you had North Carolina, South Carolina, and you even had parts of, you know, Georgia and Florida. All that was considered just a Carolina colony. And that just means that credit to Charlestown, that, that buckra, which is also a, a Gullah Geechee word that means white <laughs> like, people, buckra. But, um, I say that to say so people can have a better understanding. When Gullah was developed and Gullah is a mixture of different West and Central African languages. Cause when a boy been enslaving us, they didn't care. Well, actually they, they cared and they made sure to separate us. So we all came from like the same culture and tribe. They was going to separate us regardless. So like try to minimize any of us fighting back, even though it didn't work. But um, so when we landed on plantations, it was literally like a melting pot for different African and Central African ethnicities and languages. So that's why I personally I like to describe Gullah Geechee as one of the babies of the African diaspora. That's what it was. But going back to Gullah, so Gullah was the first one that was developed on the plantations. So you would have a lot of elders there say, like, how he mentioned, um, Una. So if I was to greet you in Gullah, I would say, how Una Fadu? But if I was to greet you in Geechee, which is the main one that I speak, I'd be like, what's going on? You know, yeah. and, and as you can, you can kind of hear it. It has more like English influences because, you know, we, we're not isolated anymore on the plantations we was able to create Gullah Geechee also, cause all this area was swamp, like swamp area. And Buckingham could not stay here. So most of the people who were overseeing the plantation were actually other like black folks. So that also created an environment for us to create our own language and culture without any like, you know, European influences. So I just wanna throw that in there so people can kind of understand. Cause I get that question a lot people come down here and even ask me, can you speak Gullah? And Gullah is actually like starting to become endangered cause the youngest speakers of Gullah is like the elders and because of like so much historical trauma it's like at one point you couldn't even like when the missionaries were coming down here trying to educate us if you were speaking gala you they would beat you you know like and even for me just growing up in charleston like somebody calling me Geechee, i used to be fighting words, you know it's, wow. it's not so now. like we're seeing like a change and stuff because like thankfully it's more like gala Geechee creators coming out here being like ain't nothing like shame up to be gala Geechee, but like literally because like in school even now, like, before the um, the happened, pandemic happened, I was a school teacher for about 10 years, and they put in, like, churn special ed, speech classes, like, the whole nine, like, basically really trying to, like, teach the culture out of out of Gullah Geechee people, so it still was, like, a huge, like, shame and trauma within being Gullah Geechee. like, it really just starting to become, like, a thing where people are, like, proud to be, like, okay, yeah, I'm Galagichi Geechee, but for a very long time, nobody, even now, you'll still find folks who accent, like, deeper than both of ours, you say, oh, you got a beachy, they look at you like you got ten heads. You know, like, they don't want to be associated with that because they feel like that's just slavery. You know, they don't see the, I feel like, the beauty and the power within that because the fact that our ancestors were able to come together and create a culture during that like, time period, to me, that, that just shows how powerful we are as a people. I hope left because, like, I tend not do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you, that. You,
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's all good, it's all good it's You're like just passionate, I hear the passion, I love it I, I yeah. love it, I love but it But I had
0: to explain it. the whole scope so we can kind of understand like <laughs> the, the language, because it's like it's, it's deeper than just, you know wh- wh- Where we at today, which I call The evolution of Gullah Because that's how uh, coaches survived, you gotta keep it growing And going, but to go back to like what, words And stuff, it's actually one To just even show how influential we are as People, if y'all will take a sec, a lot of people saying busting out as Gullah Gishi people, we've been saying "busting," and "busting" just another word that means something is good, you know. But now, like that has took over TikTok. You got all these corporations now; they' trying to use it and stuff. So, like that right there, kind of just even showed us how influential we still are in this country.
2: Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Now, I'm going to start with you uh, again, Akua, and then I'm gonna go to Jay. If I want to eat like a Gullah, what are the main dishes? or or famous dishes you're known for. If I want to eat I, I, if I if I'm going to South South Carolina and Georgia and I want to eat so rice.
0: Rice. We we eat rice for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Rice. Like most of these plantations when people talk about slavery they mention like but like we were enslaved on rice plantations cuz like we've been growing rice in Africa before slavery even happened and so this naturally still that's a huge part of our culture we got red rice seafood rice egg rice honey rice like anything you can think of we're gonna pair it with some rice so if you want to eat like a galaguchi person rice rice and rice
2: honey rice honey rice <laughs> yeah and what, what was, was the other
0: one? one honey rice seafood rice egg rice egg
2: well, rice egg rice egg rice what is that <laughs>
0: Egg rice, just
2: cook you some egg, mix it up
0: oh. with the uh, with the rice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you don't eat that before, kind of. You don't eat anything. Yeah, 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 eat yeah, yeah, ate that.
2: Egg rice and okay, <laughs> all right, okay. Now, I, I was I was I was up before. I thought I was Gullah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Now, now I'm 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 going off the script here because it's you y'all you're unique y'all. Embrace who y'all are with the Gullah Geechee. How come other African Americans don't do that? Why, like, why we call each other African Americans and y'all call yourself Gullah Geechee? Yeah, I mean, just just off your head, top of your head, why? why? Because there's plantations in, A- in Alabama, Louisiana, Texas, Tennessee, North Carolina. You know, well, y'all Gullah Geechee in North Carolina, but you 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 get what I'm saying.
0: I just saying, Jay, you
1: want um, you wanna, you wanna speak, or you wanna yeah, speak? I, um, I think it's like more so now we embracing it. Well, I've been embracing it, but for me, it's just the pride in being Gullah Is um, I just embrace my culture. I love my culture. I mean, that's uh, that's all I can say about it. Is just embrace my culture and where I come from and my descendants, who I descend from. So it's, it's it's about having pride in who you are, because okay. of, if you don't have pride in yourself, nobody else will. So I'm just proud to be Gullah Geechee.
2: All right, Jay, uh, is, do y'all eat differently in
1: Georgia? The Georgia, uh, not really. Okay, main, y'all. So you, y'all, y'all, y'all yeah. eating rice too? Yeah, rice. We even got a place in uh, Georgia called Riceburg, Georgia. We have rice festivals all the time, and we also eat bush with our rice. We eat okra soup. All type of it's the same thing. We eat the same thing, basically. You eat what same in your dish. soup? You bush? Bush. Bush. <laughs> bush. Yeah. Bush. say bush, fush, bush What's that? Fush. Y'all see, most people say fish, but in Gullah we oh, use fush.
2: Oh yeah. man, I'm learning <laughs> so much rich stuff. This is beautiful, man. This is a yeah. beautiful interview, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> do i thought you said a bush i was like this dude no. this dude
1: abraham eating a bush no nah, yeah push, you know we we don't we don't use we don't really use eyes we drop eyes in a lot of stuff that we say so oh okay 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 no, that's yeah. that's
2: great man okay um now the next question um i'm gonna start with you uh jay um i read uh i read that a religion is very important to you all to, to the people um what religion do the Gullah Geechee practice because i i've read that you know y'all still some of y'all still stick to y'all african uh, uh west african um customs and traditions and if we did uh, if we do your research they weren't practicing christianity they were hoodoo and voodoo and and, you know, as we got here, we we, we, we brought some of our African uh,
1: traditions and mixed it in with Christianity. So what religion are they, they practicing? OK, for me, growing up in Georgia, we was always spiritual. And I mean, hoodoo was like a big like uh, most of my parents and grandparents did uh, practice hoodoo. But for me, I have not, like, really been sought in no religion. I've just been spiritual all my life. I'm, okay. I'm just aligned with myself. But yeah, I would say, like, for me in Georgia, I, I would say Hoodoo is, like, one of the biggest in the Gullah culture for me. Okay. but everybody do stuff different, believe in different things, so I'll let a cool answer for her and her experience.
2: Okay, cool. Uh, up in north charleston what y'all rep what y'all uh practicing
0: so in charleston it's considered like the holy city because we gonna find like a church almost on every corner we got a lot of churches but just like with anything related to blackness like a lot of stuff has been demonized like uh, just like hoodoo, hoodoo has been demonized and so it's a lot of people who practice it but they don't practice it openly but just like, like as i said with galaichi people are ashamed of it now they're like open with it like, my generation now, we open with it to be like, yeah, we practice hoodoo. Because, like, if you go to any black church, like, how they, a lot of people still get baptized in, the river in a river. And, uh, you know, that's a part of hoodoo. You know how you put in the, the oil on your forehead. That's a part of hoodoo. Um, I know for me, especially as, like, a woman, we're always taught if, like, if you got any excessive hair, like, you comb it out. Or even if you cut it off to never throw your hair away, you got to burn it. You know, because somebody can put root on you. So, like, all those things is hoodoo. Or even, like, at the end of the new year, how we make sure we have greens. You know, for money, black IPs, you know, all of that, all those practices is hoodoo. You know, so a lot of those things that we do traditionally, even as people who may not even grew up in Galagichi like homelands, but still do it, like all all of that is hoodoo. And hoodoo, honestly, the basis of it is really herbalism. And that's what I'm studying. Um, that's why you see all the human body parts all exposed behind me.
1: <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs>
0: but um is really just herbalism. It's a thing, matter of fact, I got it with me. That we use right here. This is called life everlasting um in native culture they call it rabbit tobacco and this is like we use that if you got any like respiratory issue any cold any phlegm any mucus in your chest life everlasting like people swear by this um (laughs) so we use this a lot within galagishi culture and like i say for a while that has been demonized as well like people used to call you know our granddies and granddaddies who use it as like witch doctors and stuff and say they worship the devil but now if you like come to any like in the south you'll see a lot of buckers who got like herbal shops and they sell in life everlasting so it's crazy even elderberry and elderberry grows naturally around here like our people been using these things so but um but to go back to the question like we do practice hoodoo but i personally don't consider it religion because i know people who identify as christian who identify as muslim who don't identify as anything you know and they participate in hoodoo so i wouldn't necessarily call it a religion i guess some people do but um, as far as, like, I, I feel like that's one of those things, like, what's the difference between religion and spirituality? Because And that's the, like, the path I'm on. Because I feel like I can I can relate and learn from any type of, like, religious text or, like, lack thereof. But as far as, like, a whole scope, there's not, like, there's not just one religion that Galagishu people all identify as with. Just going back to the historical trauma. So, you have, think mainly with older folks, they might not claim what they do as hoodoo, but younger folks, you'll have them if you ask them what their religion is they might actually just say hoodoo but just from my understanding where i'm at like most of them still either claim religion re- the religion they grew up with which is either christianity or muslim or they're just saying that like, they're just spiritual
2: okay uh, now i forgot who i started off with i'm gonna start with you akua um it seems like different. There's a different tribes of Gullah Geechee, and y'all already expounded on this. You got South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and now I, I'm hearing this fl- parts of Florida. Um, and basically, y'all already answered this question: Is there a big difference? in I know y'all said some things language-wise is different, customs is different. Can you uh, can you identify it? Can you be like, yo, he from Georgia? He a, he's a jo- Georgia Geechee or he's a Florida <laughs> Geechee. You know what I'm saying? Can you be are you able yeah. to do that?
0: So really you can if you was like especially if you was raised like group got Geechee, cause even for me, like I said, I am from North Charleston, but Charleston they got different pockets of areas. Like you got North Charleston, you got West Ashley, you got John James Island, you got Wamala. And I can tell like if you from West Ashley or if you from North Charleston, or even if you from downtown Charleston. Cause again, it's just the way like the the accent and stuff like develop, even certain mannerisms like I, I don't know like i don't really study i guess behavior so it's hard to really explain i guess what the term is for but you can tell like what region somebody is from just based on like certain this sort yeah, of if, things, if, if, think, if,
2: if you ran into Jay you would be like oh you ain't from around here can you can you tell jay's not from south carolina 19-
0: <laughs> not just based off because he honestly sound like one of my homies from downtown i would say his accent sounds more <laughs> like downtown charleston but okay. um if i would see him in person i'd be like you geesey but you ain't you ain't south carolina geesey what part what part are you from
2: okay cool. <laughs> cool cool same thing question for you jay um either you being from georgia and you knowing uh some people from South Carolina. Is there's a distinct difference? Got, it it seems like y'all you, you eat similar. You the, your terminology is, is similar. Is this anything different?
1: I like I was saying in the beginning, they definitely have a thicker accent than us. Like we have more so country in like influences in our accent. Like some of the stuff I would say would sound like straight up country words. Like because Georgia is more country than South Carolina, I would say. So we have like kind of a Twain to our Gullah to our Geechee. We have like a like like you said we was on the phone the other day. He was like, you sound like you from Atlanta. So yeah, it's like they have a little thicker accent. I always give them the respect of being the originators, the homeland of Gullah Geechee culture. So yeah, they definitely have a thicker accent than us.
2: Okay, okay, I'm going. Sh- I'm going. Sh- I'm going shoot straight to the uh, next question, Jay. Jay, we was on the phone and. um you and y'all talked about this, and you talked about it, and you told me that some black people didn't want to be associated with the Gullah Geechee. Um, uh, my question is, why? And my second question is, what are the negative stereotypes you often hear about your people? And then, uh, okay, you,
1: uh
2: you gotta um, unmute uh, yourself, okay?
1: So, um, for me.
2: Oh, do it again You're on, on mute
1: <laughs> Can you hear me now?
2: Yeah, I hear you now
1: Go ahead Okay, so uh, what I was saying for me I think the ner- the negative negative stereotypes came from Buck them telling us that The way we were speaking is improper So I think people Like during the Great Migration When a lot of Southerners moved up north I feel like some of them was running from the stereotypes of being Gullah like So like Aku was saying earlier, I actually got put in speech for speaking the way that I did. So for me, it kind of made me feel some type of way like why they doing this to me? This is all I know. This is how I grew up. So what's so bad about me being me? So it kind of made people want to shy away from the stereotypes. Like they didn't want to be associated. Like she said, those was fighting words. If you was to tell my grandma that she would really want to fight you about calling her that. Mm. Like you can get beat up for like calling somebody that. That's those were real fighting words. So I think that 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 is that's the biggest part about, you know what I'm saying? Being called Gitch was like a stereotype. You didn't want to be associated with it. So a lot of people don't embrace it because of that. Especially the children of the Great Migration, the ones that's in the north, they don't want to be associated with it. But it's getting better now because people like Akua and Chris—they're bringing and I, Akua. I love what y'all are doing with the Geisha experience. Like she's—they're they're connecting the puzzles back, and a lot of people are embracing it now. So I just want to give her um, a shout out for that.
2: Okay. Appreciate <laughs> it, Akua. Um, same question. Um okay what are the negative um, stereotypes can- and uh, why you feel that black uh some of the you know, the people there in the Gullah Geechee, uh uh don't want to be associated with
0: um well just like how he said like going back to all just the um just the negative stereotypes that they and and also i like, feel like there's a lot of brainwashing and that's like one aspect of slavery i feel like we don't really talk about you know we talk about the physical aspects of it but like it was a lot of brainwashing to make us hate like anything related to blackness and we can still see that to the day with like, that's why we have so many people like who are, it's getting better now. Cause like, you know, what a platform that um that I have with like, Geechee Experience and other folks just coming out and who are Gala Geisha and embracing it. But like, you still have folks that who just feel like the way that we speak is bad English. It's broken English or a slave talk, you know? And even though, which is insane, cause they're actually teaching Gala at Harvard University, you know? So you'd be like, that should have some type of credit, but no, like there's people who still just see it as, as bad or broken english like i know even inside like the school system you know how many teachers used to tell me you can't be successful like being gucci like they used to tell us that all the time Damn. like i had um yeah i had this one sister um i was talking to her and she went to school in the island and she was like when they when she went to the classroom like their teacher put tombstones all around the classroom with gucci words on it it was like gucci is dead they're like y'all not speaking that and so just like that you tend to internalize like that racism and you're just like well you know what i don't want to speak this no more you know, because then you start to feel like, well, dang, can I not be successful being Gullah And so and that's also the reason why, you know, I created the platform, um, me and my brother, that why we created what we did to just let people know, like, this ain't nothing to be a shame of. We got to, like, fight against, like, what them buckers trying to tell us, because I feel like it's so much proof to show now, because there's so many, like, I don't know if they're doing that in Georgia, but in Charleston, you know how many buckers around here selling Stuff that got gucci saying when they like pretending they gucci geechee and they making millions off of gullah Like, there's so many of them, so I'm just like, you can't now you can sit there and say gucci people can't be successful being who they are, but the buffer can't pretend they gucci and make millions. Like, so oh,
2: oh, oh, excuse me, what's that word?
0: Oh, Buck- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, buckery is another word for white person.
2: Oh, so it's kind of like a Wakanda colonizer.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm colonize. That's exactly what they're doing. A lot of them they're trying to like colonize the culture because it's like they'll like literally. It's so many of them. It's so okay. many of them that have businesses and shops up pretending to be Gallegici. Oh yeah, wait, 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 wait.
2: We are gonna get into that the next question. You you going okay. left again? Your 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 Mercedes AMG is going too fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh What was the question? Was that one again? Oh, oh the, you're so just d-
2: stereotypes. But you, so you basically saying yeah. the language and stuff. So, but, um, yeah. so they talked about your language. Do they? They did they criticize about how y'all dress or look or anything?
0: I mean, just oh, you know how people in the south like how we dress. People, people are kind to like clown us for for that. But um, I feel like outside of just the way that we speak is also just the way that we live. Like naturally, being that we were enslaved on like plantations after slavery, a lot of people purchased land because, like, I mean, if you got your own land, anybody can really enslave you and so that was even demonized for a while as well so you got a lot of folks who just like well i don't want nothing to be associated with even like land or farming because they still they feel like that's reminding them of slavery i guess in a sense Mm -hmm. but just anything honestly related to our culture even going like back to hoodoo like that's why hoodoo was demonized for so long because that's that makeup what Gulagishi people is um, even they like, say i'm in the wellness you know and they demonize collard greens which is insane you know they feel like collard greens is not as healthy as kale and i'm like how you mean <laughs> like <laughs> so like anything related honestly to like blackness you know which delegation people are black i do want to mention that because you got folks who act like well i'm gonna eat you because i eat rice no <laughs> so but anything like <laughs> go ahead
1: related,
0: related to blackness gets demonized
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> you want to set the record straight? All <laughs> because oh, you got a bowl of rice, you ain't color. <laughs> I, I I hear you, I hear you, but I, I, I it's the same thing with um how I, I, you go to New Orleans, right? And you but in the world they demonize hoodoo and they they demonize voodoo, right? But if you go mm-hmm. to New Orleans. White people are making money off voodoo all through New Orleans, but it's demonized. But if you do, if you dig even deeper, um, the the Haitians and the Jamaicans use voodoo to defeat their oppressors, not Christianity, mm-hmm. but voodoo. So, but that's another of so, That's another topic. But just, it, just I'm just want to say, talk, say that. I agree with you, and those are examples of the negative stereotypes that that our our people has been, you know, the outsiders have put on us to demonize our culture and stuff. And same thing with watermelon, you know, you know, they you want know, to demonize about about watermelon, but watermelon came from Africa. Why should we be ashamed of something that came from Africa? So we can go in we can go deep now. I'm gonna go next to next question. This so now you can now you can bring your Lamborghini on this next question, uh, Akua. <laughs> um i read that in the article that some of the Gullah Geechee, uh people fear of cultural genocide so uh the following is what i read that the uh, i read that hilton head was original land of Gullah Geechee, and it's been changed to uh golf courses and, and resorts and condos um I spoke on white people of culture appropriation, you know, stealing your stuff and stealing your baskets and selling it for hundreds of dollars. But, but telling you that's that you, that your culture is dead and your, and your customs. Um, what do you say about these things and what must you all do to preserve your, your people and your customs? Jay, you want to tackle this first?
1: Yeah, I can, um, speak on it. Go okay, ahead and speak so on it. In- in Georgia, we don't really have a lot of that. Like, well, my people from St. Simon, they did. I mean, you you have a bucker come through trying to push the people out and buy up stuff and put put um, all type of stuff on the land and stuff. But as far as like a lot of that going on, we don't really have a lot of that going on in Georgia. So, um, for South Carolina, if they was the they, we need to stick together. So, what's going on with them? the same thing it it, it affects us too because those are our people so if they call we coming about anything and i feel like like she was saying earlier like you you hate this group of people so much but everything that we do you take it and monetize off of so um yeah like basically if they if they was to call us and we coming from georgia we coming deep we coming to Stand with them because those are our people, but we don't really have a lot of that going on in Georgia. It was one incident, like I said, on Saint Simon. They was trying to push my people out, buy the uh, land, and pay them and pay them off and get them to move more inland and stuff. But it didn't it didn't stand because we stood together, and that's how I feel like we should do for South Carolina. And a lot of that do go on the Hilton Head, like build build put on top of burial sites, like these people coming in destroying burial sites, putting mobile homes and stuff on top of it. But like I said, it ain't really that bad in Georgia. But Akul, she can probably speak more for South Carolina uh, uh, on what's going on. I,
2: I can't wait for Akul because that's where yeah. she, gets to, she gets to drive her Lamborghini because it's yeah. definitely ha- <laughs> happening in South Carolina. Please speak on uh, speak on it. And, and, and what must y'all do to preserve your customs and prevent this cultural geno- uh, genocide?
0: Okay, so yes and i've been having it for a while identification has been taking over so much um most of these places that i mentioned like you mentioned hilton head charleston used to be predominantly black but now it's predominantly buckra and the biggest thing that we can do to really stop or to at least preserve our culture so it doesn't become extinct is to like how he mentioned we have to like stick together and really buy up land um because like i'm constantly looking back in the past to see how it can benefit us in the future and what a lot of our people did directly after slavery um, is they purchase land and they create their own like independent communities. Like we talk a lot about Tulsa, Oklahoma, but as Galaishi people, we did that so many times. And that's the way I see the only way for us to do that is to separate and to not and to not buy into because anytime black people think about separating, they like, oh well, that's just reverse racism, segregation. No, even the only way like our culture was really able to exist was because we had to separate. We have to be isolated for our own existence. So it's like that's what we have to do now. Cause it's like john james island for example buying any type of like acres of land over there you looking at millions of dollars and and it used to be like that like that was considered undesirable property at one point because again like this was marsh area but now it's not um and just other ways like how culture um genocide is happening how i mentioned in the school when they're like forcing these kids or telling them that the way they speak is bad or broken english that's culture genocide because now these kids feel some type of way about their culture. and I used to try to educate my coworkers. If you're constantly telling these children the way they speak is bad. You are telling them that they are bad. Because you can't separate their language and culture, you know, from who they are. That's the language is part of your identity, you know. And so it's like, and with that, like, I'm still advocating. I advocate for create our own schools again as well. Like, there's no black independent school in Charleston, you know, that's actively teaching kids to make them feel like a sense of culture pride. We don't have that. And, but other cultures have that but we don't have that So I say the, the biggest thing we can do As a people is to go back to the land And really establish our own independent communities Again
2: mm. This goes back to What my pod, what my podcast represents Re-establishing black unity Knowledge, education and the Key word economics um, yeah. Now we're on the topic of preserving Right In order to preserve you have to Replicate or Procreate. So, do you believe in only marrying Gullah Geechee people in order to preserve this this rich tradition? Because do you think you, if you marry outside, we already uh, you, you call them, I call them colonizers. You call them bunkers, I believe. Uh, that's, that's that's out of the question. Uh, but if you marry a, a, a black person that's not that's not familiar with your 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 uh, your, your way of life and your customs. Do you think that's that's also killing that's cultural uh, genocide as well? That for me. Okay,
1: go ahead, Jay. Uh, Okay, so so for me, um, I would I would do my best to like educate them. I would do my best, like if my partner was to want to learn about Gullah I would do everything to like educate them educate them on it. So. When these conversations come up, you already know what time it is. Like you already know how I'm rocking with my people. You already know this. How this, I'm a I'm gonna take it that when it come to my people, so I would just try my best to like educate them, make sure they know what's going on, make sure we on the same page. So I wouldn't have a problem with someone that. Don't really know about it Because a lot of people A lot of black people Don't know about Gullah Geechee So like I said I would try my best To just educate them And keep them up to speed On what's going on How these bugs Are trying to take over Trying to take everything From my people in South Carolina I would just make sure They know all of this So ain't gonna be no surprise When another Another Gullah War kick off Because I don't put you On game already so you know what's going on. So you you going to know what's going on if you when you marry me, I'm going to make sure the culture is rich. I'm going to make sure I teach my children what's going on. I'm going to make sure everybody in my household is on the same page cuz I don't want no surprises people dipping and dabbing out because yeah, that yeah, I just make sure they educated on us.
2: So Jay doesn't have no problem as long as they are open to learning his culture and Get ready to bust, uh, throw hands. I got you, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, Jay. I get Akua. Do you believe in just marrying Gullah Geechee, or are you the same with thing, same way with Jay?
0: It's so not, and then also like majority, at least according to the museum they found the bill in Charleston, like over eighty percent of African Americans like got Gullah Geechee ancestry. So even if I don't date somebody like right now, my boyfriend is not Gullah Geechee um per se but his people come from the caribbean islands and there's a huge connection between galagichi and caribbean so it's like and also just as like being a parent or guardian i feel like that's our job anyway to educate our churn. you know we can't rely on a public food system to educate our churn on even like black history you know so not even just mentioning galagichi so like if i wasn't with him um whoever like I was gonna end up with my turn automatically. Like I don't even I don't even plan on having my turn first language be English. Like I'm already got it in my mind, you're gonna know Hichi, you're gonna know all these other different um African languages. English is probably gonna be like the third or fourth language. Like this is a colonial language that I am upset that I even speak to this day. So I don't have any any plan on like Educating my kids to be ashamed of their culture, I feel like it's up to us to make sure our turn and other turn. You know, that's what I do for a living is teach other turn to make sure they are pride, prideful and to keep the culture going on. Because, like again, I mentioned earlier, that's how culture dies when you don't pass it on to the to the next generation.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So we got Jay the Warrior, and we got cool that gonna burn all the English books. I got you. <laughs> 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 this this is great man this is i love this interview is fun man i I love it now the next question is what is your tu- what tours attractions uh tours black people need to go go on or go to to feel the full experience of what your ancestors established and went through i mean i i think i i, I did i watched a couple of videos there's a couple of islands where you can go to and and I, I think a sister was given a tour. I forgot the location. I think it was in South Carolina, out on the island. So uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with uh, Akua. So where where should I start? Because I'm I'm for my four year birthday, I'm going to South. I'm going to that area of Savannah or South Carolina to get the Gullah Geechee experience. So where where would you tell me to go?
0: Um. Definitely start like book my tour. I just started giving tours about three weeks ago. Um, decolonized version of Charleston history because they only speak about one side of history. So I would definitely recommend this coming on my tour to really learn the um the true side of Gullah Geechee culture and the truth about how this country was created. Um, I haven't really been outside of my area, so I don't really know other places to be a hundred. Okay, but I definitely recommend.
2: with no plantations
0: oh yes so glad you mentioned that there's only one plantation i actually would recommend and that's mcleod and that's only because they have people there that give the perspective of people who are enslaved most of these plantations like to act like it was just a garden and act like a crime did not happen on that piece of land but i definitely recommend mcleod and also across from mcleod um there is a cemetery because usually like how um jay mentioned when they find like you can find our bodies anywhere they were plantations they didn't really care but at least at McLeod, they actually, I guess, had some type of, like, concern. So there's a memorial site for um for our ancestors that were enslaved at McLeod. So I highly recommend for anybody who just want to just come back and just, like, honor and respect and show respect to their ancestors.
2: Great, great. Jay, is it anywhere in like, Savannah, Georgia, or somewhere in, you recommend if I'm going to give a tour so I can get the uh the experience
1: of your ancestors? Okay, so for Savannah, where my people from, the main place to go if you want to get some Gullah Geechee cooking, some Gullah Geechee culture, learn about our people, you go to Suffalo Island and Saint Simon's Island, and we actually do have a plantation called it's called the Owen and Thomas House. That's like one of the plantations that's still standing. I can't remember the, I can't call the other name of the other one, but definitely um, Saint Simon Island. That's where most of the people um originated from the Igbo landing actually happened in St. Simon Island. And also in McIntosh County, Georgia. It's called Darien, Georgia. All, everybody out there, most of the people that's uh on the coast are uh, Gullah Geechee. So yeah, definitely Darien, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia, Brunswick. We got we got uh Geechee people out in Brunswick. So all of those little Sea Island places in Georgia, definitely check those out. But definitely uh St. Simon and Suffalo Island.
2: Okay, beautiful, beautiful man, beautiful. This is the last question, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ladies first. I think she's gonna go in though. For the people that don't know about who you are and what you stand for, especially the, the black people, what do you want them to know about Gullah Geechee?
0: What do I want black folks to know about Gullah Geechee? Um, the main thing I want black folks to know about Galagichi is that this is your culture too like if any black person, regardless of where you are, if you shake your family like tree, a Gullah Geechee person will fall out, so if you can't make it to Africa, come down yeah. a lot of people call this like a mini Africa, a little Africa, so I definitely recommend that y'all just learn more about Gullah Geechee and then start embracing you know like your ancestry.
2: mm all right, last but not least, the warrior Jay.
1: <laughs> Okay. I'm going to kind of piggyback off what she said. I just think more people need to embrace it, get in tune with it because it's like one of the last coaches in America with so many, mi- so many influence African influences. So I think reconnecting to your ancestors, because like a cool said, you're going to find a Gullah each person in your ancestors. Everybody came from Charleston. That's, that's, that's just that. Like, most African-Americans came through the Ports of Charleston. So I just think embracing and getting back to your roots is the most important part about it to keep the culture retained and keep the culture going strong. So I'm going to kind of give like the same answer that a clue said.
2: Okay, great, great. Man, this question was not on the, the list I gave you, but I have to ask it. Your flag, is? It, are you able to break it down and what it represents? Oh, yeah. Or that's a known or just that's... that's a, Oh, you about got- this one? Yeah, that one.
1: Break Spicy question. <laughs> cool. Spicy question. Okay. Very
0: cool. and so um this right uh, we created this. Um, the Gala Gishi Diaspora created this flag. Like it took me and my brother a year, and we did that intensely because the Geechee experience, the platform we created, ain't just us, like it represents all us, regardless of where you at. And so we created this the, the black represents the black diaspora. Cause again, like gala Gishi people we not just the homelands is the coast. But we all over now because of the Great Migration. And the blue, that represents protection. You go to any Geechee places, you're gonna find like heat blue on shades of blue, either on our house, on um the windowsill, you're gonna find blue bottles. We love the color blue, cause like it just that's a that's a protective color. Um and also like it's a it's a story within our culture that we believe that um with the blue bottles that it traps evil spirits. So you're gonna find this color regardless of where you're at and also the water you know like we have such a unique connection with the water i mentioned it within Hudu. a lot of people get baptized still in the river you know so there's a huge connection with that so that's why that blues right there. Yeah? the green agriculture land that's why they kidnapped us because we knew like agriculture starting in Africa like we created anything that we eat right now is because of the geniusness of our ancestors and land is really tied into our liberation you know we've been on our own land right now and we got worried about the buckers shooting us in our sleep you know but anyway, I did go too far off. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this, right, here, yeah, going back to um, this agriculture, people think this is rice, but this actually represents all crops because they didn't just enslave us for rice. We were enslaved also for um, sugar cane, cotton, um, you know, all any, anything that tobacco. was able to be grown, tobacco, anything that was able to be grown. They've been snatching this up and forcing us to be their farmers without pay. So that's why this is here. The spirit's here to represent um, the Gullah War. Like, that's why slavery truly ended. You know, people always mention Abraham Lincoln, but we influenced that. That's why he only um, outlawed slavery in the rebellious states, which was what? In the Gullah Geechee homelands, because we was constantly fighting back and chopping the buckra head off, like, we're going to be free, you know, by any means necessary. So that's why this is here to remind us of the Gullah Wars and that we freed ourselves and no buckra free us. Um, and last but not least, that crab. We put that here for a couple of reasons, and, like, we were enslaved literally, like, basically by the water, so we eat a lot of crab (laughs) within our culture. We have something called crab cracks, so we got that here, and also to make a spin on, yeah, I know that saying, like, black people hold each other back like crabs in a barrel, Mm -hmm. but if you actually study a crab, when they're in a natural habitat, which is not a barrel, they actually look out for each other. Like, the female crab, when she's shedding her shell, yeah, they eat, like, soft shell crab? I was real soft. Well, so i never ate shedding- crab
2: i'm going i'm going to eat yeah. crab when i go yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. come on jay yeah, don't get on be. me like that man <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah you gotta try the crab man but um so we got this here because what we discovered um shout out to crab and tia when um when the female crab is shedding her shell the male crab actually comes and protects her until her shell it like hardens up and finishes molding so when a crab is uh, in their natural habitat, uh, they look out for each other. You know, wow. so that's how we got that. That's how we got that, Rachel. And it says, you know, it's Geechee and Geechee represent all of us as a whole.
2: Oh wait, um, wait, wait, like wait, 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 wait! You and your brother created a flag.
0: And so we all created this. Like Geechee, that's where we input online, but okay. um, and it was actually Nigerian artists that um that put this together, the actual design. But we all created this. We did like online surveys, asking people what colors y'all think we should add to it. Um, even though we was like honestly, I feel like it was divine order because we was already thinking of these colors. Cause if you drive when you come like to the south, you're gonna see these shades of color. You're gonna see you gonna see green, you're gonna see blue, you're gonna see black or shades of brown, you know, because it's still like a lot of natural vegetation around here, even though them buck are like genifying and whatnot. But um yeah. So this is like the Gala Geechee that for flag.
2: Wow. Wow, I'm glad I asked that question. Man, I learned a lot. Uh, and I, I I I truly appreciate this. Um, and Jay, I thank you, brother, for reaching out to me, man. And I I, sure. I, I I learned a lot from you, man. I truly appreciate it. Um, uh, Kua, I thank you for answering the call. You know, I appreciate and
1: it,
2: it. Yeah, man. Um, this is this is a beautiful experience. I'm a, i I have to say, I would have to say this is probably my best interview I've done. I mean, I have to because um, I've done some great ones. I talked about uh, domestic violence. I talked about all, all kinds of stuff. But this is probably my best one because it, it resonates with me and it resonates with me uh, as a black man. I, and I truly appreciate y'all coming on here. Well, man, um, I don't have nothing to say. I'm speechless. I'm just learning. <laughs> I don't got nothing to say. Usually I, I have something to say at the end of the show, but I'm speechless. Once again, um, y'all know where to uh, listen to my podcast, my my followers. And before I leave, I always leave with a slogan. That is, knowledge is power. Economic freedom is salvation. But if you put the two together, we can build a great nation. This is Marcus with Rebuke Podcast, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.